Hello and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about bullet journaling, something we both love. Hey Janine. Hey Shannon, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm doing really well. I feel much better than I did uh, last week when we didn't record because I had COVID. No, we did record whenever it was. Anyway, pretty good. (laughs) Good. That's all that matters. Yeah, time is a blur, (laughs) but it's been about 10 days and tomorrow I can go out and uh, without worry. So that's nice. That's great. Yeah. 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 But I'm also very excited to be talking about bullet journaling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you, you know, I've been bullet journaling. (laughs) bullet journaling for quite a while and it was it was never appealing to you i know it's so weird it's one it's like everything else right you just keep if you just keep doing it i usually want to do it and then like everything else you actually do all this research and then give me information that i didn't have even though i've been doing it for years and years <laughs> that's true that's what worked that, that was true of ynab and it was true of this i'm not sure that's true of any other things, it's true but... of the car oh is it okay yeah you told me stuff that i didn't know about the car <laughs> Excellent. um uh yeah i think that is sort of our mode is like i i work on you until you do something and then you do it and then you give me all the information that I needed on it (laughs) well it's perfect because you get it going and now I trust it I don't have to worry that that you know I always feel supported when I start in on something that you've been doing a while yeah um but uh yes so you've been doing bullet journaling journaling and I was always like oh geez that looks like so much work and I'm all about electronic task management and as you know I was really into my Trello board. Um, yes. Like for like a year and a half until suddenly I wasn't. Well, not really right. suddenly. Gradually I wasn't. And then um, at the end of the year, I thought, you know what? I'm not looking at my Trello board. I'm writing a daily list. And I'm losing um, <clears throat> I'm losing my lists. <laughs> something. i got to come up with something better. <laughs> right. And then I thought of bullet journaling. Well, Shannon, bullet journals. So I went online and I started, I did a little bit of research because, oh my, I, this is going to be one of these episodes where I just chatter on. In a <laughs> Sorry. I, um, I was just going to say that when, when I first heard about bullet journaling, when Ryder Carroll published that website 10 right. years ago, I was in your kitchen in St. John's when I saw it. And oh, really? I, I think I showed it to you. It was brand new. Like I yeah. got wind of it on social media and I was entranced by it. And I'm like, come Shannon, look at this. And then it felt like too much work or whatever. I never did it. But that's where I went. So I knew about that site. So at, in December, that's where I went to read about it. So I got the basics, like um, caught up with the, the basics of it. And then I checked his book out from the library and I read and listened to it. 
and then I went on YouTube. And oh God, <laughs> that's where I went off. The, everything went off the rails. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's where perfectionism can definitely raise its ugly head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder before we get too far, um, before I chatter on much more, whether we need to tell people what bullet journaling is in case they don't. I, th- I think so. Um, well, you, it, you're probably fresher with the official description. Oh, I, perhaps so, since I just read a book about it, which is overkill. But yeah, it's uh, the notion is, and correct me when, if you find that I'm not accurate in your experience, but you have a, a bound notebook, mm-hmm. uh, and you write everything freehand, and it becomes your planner and your journal, and where you capture all your information. Um, and the idea is, originally, the idea was it's fast. Um, you, you, it's okay to be messy. It's just for you, and you just capture stuff in the moment. Right. <clears throat> uh, what would you add to that description? I think that's really pretty much it. The, one of the key things that I think makes um, the, you know, original traditional bullet journal unique is having an index or a table of contents. Mm-hmm. I think he calls it an index, but it's at the front, so. So you call it a table of contents. I call it a table of contents. Yeah, right. He does have <laughs> um, an index, yeah. But but you do that as you go along so that you can find stuff. And that to has been so worthwhile to me. Oh yeah, that's you're right. That's like the the linchpin, right? Is that right? The, yeah. It, yeah. It, because of that, you don't have to worry about losing it. I was keeping in in October uh, the last quarter of the year. I was using a, a notebook where I was just capturing everything chronologically. I wasn't thinking about it like a bullet journal, but um, and it worked great, except I couldn't find anything. Right. And, and I have now um, used post-it notes on it to capture you know, doctor's notes and stuff when, uh, so that I can find them again. Um, but with the index, I call it an index, with the index uh, where you just write down significant, I just write down significant pages. Like I changed my pricing for my business. Mm-hmm. I have a page for the 2022 pricing and I can just turn to it. And if I, I know what page it's on now, because <laughs> I've turned yeah. it enough, but, but I look in the index, oh, that's page 44, great. Whereas the bulk of the pages are filled with my daily log, which I don't index. Right. right. What I usually do is, um, because I do do a, do do a um, weekly spread, because that's one of the things that I found really valuable to me, even though I keep all of my appointments, everything on the calendar on an electronic calendar. Um, and I'm not going to stop doing that because I need those reminders and things. Um, I found that it is really helpful to me to hand write out my weekly um, schedule and the things that I need to accomplish in the week. And so in the index, I put um, that the week mm-hmm. uh, and what page it's on, and then everything else gets you know logged in under that. And one of the things about the, the log is that um, you can add multiple pages, you know, like an index would have. So, um, for instance, I was working on a um, 
a workshop and I had notes in several different places because I worked on it over time. And so I just put each page number um, next to workshop notes in the index. So I know that those are on, you know, page 48, page 56 and page 58, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's simple and it's brilliant. Yeah. It's a great, I mean, I love that. It's one of those deals where it's just, it's easy. It's easy. It, I always thought, I thought bullet journaling seemed hard, but in fact, it's easy. And part of my thing was I didn't, was, I felt like it was labor intensive to handwrite everything. But since I've gotten into handwriting things, it's, right. uh, it's, it's, it's great. Do you, in your, do you write in a log, keep a log every day of what, of tasks or what's happening? No, I usually am operating off of that one week spread. But if I take notes for anything, if I write, if I'm going to write anything down, I write it down in my bullet journal. In that the next page that's available. Yeah, the next moment, the next part of the page that's available, right? Yeah, yeah. If it unless there's something that I know I'm going to um, have more stuff I want to write down about it and there's you know say I've only used a half a page on something and I know I'm going to have more notes on that I'll just go to the next page Mm -hmm. um just to you know keep things consolidated a little bit right and I'm doing it slightly differently from you I don't have a weekly spread I have a I've this is I started in, in the end of December so I really maybe I've been doing a whole month but the December notebook is was in a super trial notebook and then I pulled out a little more substantial notebook for 2022 and that's where January is so I you know I shouldn't talk like I'm experienced because I've been doing it (laughs) less than a month but what what I'm doing that's working nicely for me and I am definitely still in the bright shiny object stage so I mean the the proof will be in over time how it might get adapted or whatever and that's another great thing about it is you can adapt it however you want but I have a month uh, monthly page with all the days of the month that I use for tracking the things that I want to do every day for, mm-hmm. and for me that's yoga <clears throat> excuse me genealogy research YNAB uh, blog and I try to post something on social media every day um, although looking at my log not so successful <laughs> um, but then I have that gives me one line per day and I usually write the significant thing that happened on that day so for example the day I tested positive for COVID that's what Great. I write that day so if I wanted to say what day was that in the future I could look knowing it was I'll always remember because I have a good memory for dates but in theory I could look back knowing it was January and see that it was January 12th um, and then I have se- I, I have several pages I made four uh, left four available for tasks for the month mm-hmm. and then I just have a daily journal so every day I write the day and date I write the weather the grat- my gratitude list for th- of three and then I just write if I have appointments I write them down and uh, then I just write down what I did oh I, no, I'm sorry then I write down my tasks that's the thing for me. It's like it's all about the tasks, right? Right. So, and if I don't do the tasks, um, I, if I do the tasks, I put an X. And if I don't do the tasks, I move them to the next day. And I'm discovering that I'm getting tired of moving tasks to the next day. Mm-hmm. So I either move them back to my monthly list to be considered later, or I just do them. 
because right. I'm so tired of moving them. <laughs> well, and that's that's one of the sort of the built-in motivators of this system is that um, you you essentially, I mean, you don't get forced, but you feel like you have to make a decision. Either I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's, it's in your face. I mean, if you're yeah. really interacting with it. And then if I have a meeting or something, I'll just plop it right in the middle of the day. Uh, I'm, you know, in the middle of my daily log, I'll usually mm-hmm. draw a, a color. I have a color each day. You know, I have all these markers, right? So I pick a color for the day that I use for the date. And then I'm off and continuing on to the next page. So I'll use I'll, I'll use that color for designating the date that it's mm-hmm. page, page two. Um, and then I'll just put a line and then write my notes and then put a line and then carry on with the daily log. So because of COVID and everything else, I've been at my desk a lot in, yeah. in January. <laughs> Literally have barely left the house. So um, it's getting a lot of use. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I'm going to Walla Walla in a week, so it'll be interesting to see how it translates there. But I suspect it will be very helpful because I have things like doctor's appointments and stuff with my dad. Um, so I'm excited to test that out. Yeah, it's... It, has really I mean I've used it through so many different things I used it through building a house and planning a wedding and dealing with my mom's you know I don't even know what you call it decline (laughs) I'm like it wasn't really an illness but um you know but I I wrote down every time I talked to a doctor I wrote it down in my bullet journal and then I had all of that available to me and you would make a note in your index or your table of contents that that's where that note was right right yeah it's really oh that's fantastic so you've been doing it for how long do you have any idea um i've been doing some version of it i think because i used to use a notebook i think when you showed it to me and i think i started incorporating bullet journal techniques into my notebook mm-hmm. um so i don't know 10 years yeah that's great i know you were using it last time you were at my house and you haven't been at my house in ages i know thanks covid yeah right um so uh yeah that's that's really great um what uh w- what kind of notebook do you use i Like, well, the big thing I learned, having made this mistake a couple of times, I don't know how I made it a couple of times, but getting (laughs) notebooks that don't have page numbers, you have, I mean, it's so much better if you have a a notebook that has page numbers. I I had to hand write in numbers. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Doesn't feel too laborious, but I've only been, I only have the two notebooks. Yeah. Um, and I just do it as I go. But but I couldn't figure out where you're, if you were saying it was a mistake to not have numbers or if it was a mistake to have numbers. So I was waiting for the end of the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because obviously the pages have to be numbered for this right. to work. Mm-hmm. And right. do you use like a dot grid or lines or I I've always used a dot grid. Mm-hmm. I've never used um, – I've tried using lined paper and then completely blank unlined paper and i always go back to the dot grid Mm -hmm. dot grid's great 
Yeah. It's I love so Grid. Yeah. And um, is it hard? Hard. Hardcover? Hardcover? Well, the one I'm using right now, which I love the color of, but um, and I love how it feels, but it is soft cover, and turns out I really need a hardcover. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because um, I write on it not sitting on something a lot. Oh. I write on it holding it on my lap or... You know, whatever. Right. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Well, maybe in our show notes we can you can share your favorite notebook because um, you have so much experience. Yeah. Or some favorite notebooks. Um, and what about pens? What do you write with? Right now, <laughs> this I find this sort of funny. Well, I had some um, no smear pens which I can't find at the moment, which I really liked because when I was drawing in my weekly spread, I would inevitably smear it. Mm -hmm. You're right-handed though, right? Yeah. Yeah, the poor left-handed people really have a hard time, I think. Right, but I have these um, Pilot Friction erasable pens. Mm -hmm. I have a blue one and a black one, and that's what I've been using. Ah, and you find yourself erasing much? No. <laughs> but um, I like how they write, and I like that uh, I can erase if I want to. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm usually going too fast to bother erasing. Right. I mean, that's um, part of the. But they don't smear either. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah. Um, and I use a, my favorite is the Pigma Micron 01. Uh, it's a very thin point, mm-hmm. felt point, and it's what I've been using for postcards all this for a long time so it's this this the one i'm most comfortable with but i also then i use the yeah do you know the zebra mild liners markers do you know what those yeah are? yeah so i use those um for my color accents Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> the micron pens i press too hard and i destroy the nibs on them ah yeah yeah if you press too hard they don't last very long no they don't last that long even if under my I don't think I don't know maybe I do press hard but yeah but they're still great I like that just the right amount of friction for me yeah it is fun I one time I read something that said it might have been about writing morning notes or something and it and they said um use a fast writing pen mm-hmm. I was like what and then I realized, oh, there are pens that feel like I can write faster than other pens. Oh, yes, absolutely. The, the, um, and that's one reason I like the Micron is it is not a fast writing pen. And it makes my handwriting better because I, mm. I, it slows me down. But uh-huh. when I'm playing my weekly Scattergories game, yeah. I'm using a fast writing <laughs> gel pen because <laughs> every moment counts. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, Let's talk about YouTube because I, I we started for a second, then we backed up. So, so the whole bullet journal world on YouTube it was very discouraging for me for a few minutes when I discovered it. Like I thought, okay, I got this, I can do this, cool. And then I said, well, let's see how people are doing it. And I go on YouTube, and these people were making these outrageously beautiful spreads um, in their bullet journals, and I thought, there's no way I can do that. Yeah. And and then I get and there's discouraged. No way I want to do that. And so many people I talk to about bullet journaling think that's what it is. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is not. It is a way for, I mean, if you're an artist and that's how you want to spend your time, that's great. If it's a creative outlet, great. Yeah. Uh, but to think that the people like you and me who are just trying to get stuff done um, want to spend, have themed, month, theme, you know, all these themes right. and art and so forth. There, um I mean, I will. I did watch my share before I. Oh, then I found a. Um, I found the concept of minimalist bullet journaling, and I uh, looked at those videos, and that was that was way helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was what I needed. Well, anytime I've talked to someone about bullet journaling, I say, just look at the writer Carol stuff. Just look at the original, like whatever it is two-minute video or 10-minute video mm-hmm. and whatever you do don't go to YouTube <laughs> don't Google bullet journaling yeah no I think that's good advice although I will say writers bullet journal is really unattractive and therefore not quite as appealing uh, so there is a middle ground there there definitely is a middle ground and it's more important important to get the concepts than you know form over um or not form but um what do i what am i trying to say like you need it to work for you rather than look good right (laughs) form over fashion that's not right function over form over function function over over form And that's still not what I was trying to yeah. say, but right. you know what I mean. And it, we, you want it to be sustainable, and I want it to be something that you'll actually use. Right. Um, right. So, yeah. I mean, I love my little pops of color. I love the little tiny bit of um, ritual that goes into it so far. And um, so that makes me happy that it looked... Remember, I was doing hand-lettered task lists, right? Right. Yeah, and they're not hand-lettered anymore, but um, they're just written. But I do have a little bit of hand lettering in there that makes me happy. Oh, and then there's the app. Have you tried the app? No, you were telling me about it, though. Yeah. App- See, this is one of those things where you figure out, like, <laughs> you take it just layers deeper. Well, it's just because I started reading about it after, well, after you did, right? Yeah. So the app, which is called, I think, the Bullet Journal Companion app, and I think it costs five bucks, it um, is designed as a companion, not as a replacement, but it solves that problem it will it, it can it has the ability to solve the problem of what about of not having your journal with you at all times because of course mm-hmm. that's what I, I always loved about electronic task management was it's in my phone i can always add to it or i can always refer to it with the app the idea is that you you have a library where you taking pictures you upload pictures of your pages so and i i do that periodically mm-hmm. um and also there's a log where you can dictate or type a task that you want to add to your physical one your physical uh-huh. log and it will send you a reminder to transfer it and if you don't transfer it in three days it goes away oh so it makes you do it or you lose it that's actually worthwhile because yeah. i was thinking like well you could just use your notes app or you know there's a lot of different ways you could kind of track this but they it's in the spirit of bullet journaling right uh-huh yeah, so it's really, it's it's quite smart. And then you have this library of, you know, if, if I, no, I have started doing it, if let's say I do this for five years, I'll have five years worth of my bullet journals in a library. So right. it's something nice about that because I'm, I'm certainly never going to scan my bullet journals, I wouldn't think. 
No. How many journals do you have? Did we kept them all? Um, I have. Yeah, I think I have a box of them downstairs, and I have a drawer in um, a tower of drawers I have next to my desk that has probably, I don't know, eight or ten in it. You mean when I was staying at your house while you were in New York, I could have pawed through your archive of bullet journals? Yeah, because it's fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know all the tasks I had to do over the last five years? Yeah. Um, But I think one of the things that makes the bullet journal really powerful is that it's fresh every day or every week or every time you open it, you know, depending on how you work with it. And I think that's one of the problems of of all the other task management systems we've talked about is that um, you, it's not fresh. You like end up looking at the same stuff over and over again mm-hmm. and, there, and there's not necessarily a feature to cause you to take action with them even if that action is to move it to the next day. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a, I was thinking about that and I didn't quite get it into those words in my head when I was thinking about the difference like between this and the Trello thing. And it is that, it, it is that new attention, fresh attention every day to this stuff. Right. Where in it, it, whereas in when it's just going stale in Trello, <laughs> it, uh, it some, often doesn't get done. And what I liked about my Trello thing was all my daily tasks got put in front of me every day. Um, well, I still have that, actually, with the bullet journal because I have my little tracker. Right. Uh, and um, and then I, uh, you know, write them down and get to cross them off, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a such a powerful tool as long as you practice good enough and get started and let it evolve with the way that you work. Mm -hmm. And I bet yours over 10 years has evolved quite a lot, right? And it probably, do you change it up with any kind of frequency or is it all settled into itself? I've been doing it the same way almost the entire time. Interesting. Yeah, Um, I just really that the spread that one week spread that I do is based on remember the planner pad? Uh huh. Sure. It's based on the planner pad. Mm -hmm. That just always really worked at me looking at, you know, a week going across the page. And it helps me sort of plan my time better. And it helps me re- remember things more clearly. And I think I've been doing that from the very beginning. That's great. So I know with the planner pad, well, I, I think I remember with the planner pad, that it was the pages divided into thirds and the top th- for a week. And the top third was tasks by category. The middle third was tasks by day. And the bottom third was your appointments. Is, it, is that how you do it? Um, yeah, but because the the my journal pages are so much smaller i have space f- to write about maybe three or four tasks um by category and then i have a, a small section for tasks by day and then i have um the day broken out by hour where mm-hmm. i fill in my appointments and and 
um, sort of manage my time using that. And so you're able to get a week's worth of tasks in a two-page spread in that format? Yes. That's excellent. And also, yeah. it's a little bit self-limiting, which seems like a good thing, right? Right. Yeah, yeah you can't <laughs> you can't overdo it. Right. And the way and I do it, I have six c- columns. Uh, Saturday and Sunday are on the same in the same column. Mm-hmm. Um, so it you know you are you have a limited amount of space to put tasks in, mm-hmm. and it it is. Not because you know you can't do a whole lot more than that in a week, right? You then, have a fighting chance of getting it all done, right? Rather than overloading, yeah. And then you know, with a daily with a habit tracker like you have, I don't have one going currently right now. But when I have done those, then that's all the daily stuff that I wouldn't put on my task list anyway, right? Hopefully, that stuff's in your head anyway. You yeah, need it on your task list. Um, oh shoot, I, what was I going to ask? Um, gone. Oh, I know. Bingo. Are you still doing a bingo, a task list bingo sometimes? Um, I, I do them sometimes, and I put them in my bullet journal. Excellent. Yeah, I did one uh, with the bullet journal, and it was, a, it was more like a blackout. Like, it was all the tasks. It was 25 tasks. It was before I got diagnosed with COVID, and it was the tasks I needed to do before I left town. Oh, right. Um, and I didn't get them all done before I left town, but I did get them all done. <laughs> so that was nice. And it was a, yeah. a fun way to do it. And it put it, and I, I like it when I flip through my bullet journal. I like seeing it in there. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I do like being able to sort of flip through my bullet journal mm-hmm. and see things. Um, you know, sort of see what was on my mind, see what I was paying attention to. Mm hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, it's the thing I keep going back to over and over. And even when I'm doing electronic task management, I still have my bullet journal going because that's what I'm taking notes in. Oh, right. So if you're using electronic task management, does that mean you're not adding tasks to your weekly spread or you're doing both? Um, it depends. Mm-hmm. I often will still do my weekly spread just because I find that writing it out by hand makes it stick in my memory better. Mm-hmm. And that a little bit of repetition is very useful. Mm-hmm. So um, I will often do the spread even when I'm concentrating, you know, my task management on to doist or something else. Um, but I, what I will do is I'll look at Todoist and I'll take tasks from there and put it onto, onto my weekly spread. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit of duplication, but it works really well for me. Oh, that's terrific. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Wow. Um, are you, do, you think, do you suppose you'd be willing to share one of your weekly spreads or an upcoming weekly spread just so people can see the format? Yeah. Yeah, and I I have a picture of part of one anyway um, in Instagram already. Oh, that's easy. But yeah, so, but I will definitely share uh, what it looks like. Cool. And I'll throw out there that I also use what writer Carol calls collections. Um, And I'm I'm guessing, I'm wondering if you do too. Like I have a page for 
blog post ideas for peace of mind organizing and on the facing page blog post ideas for organize your family history so when i come up with an idea that's where i jot it and since it's in the index i can easily find it yes both for adding to and reading um and i have uh tv shows i want to watch and stuff like that yep um i used to do more of that i have more of that elect um tracked electronically mm-hmm. but um yeah, all of, I've found all of that stuff useful. And one last question. I feel like we're probably getting really long here. But do you <laughs> do, you do a writer Carl's uh, future log where you write the, where you have the months of the year at the beginning of the, of the year? You write I out don't. the months of the year? No? No. I have found that helpful for things like, it, it, I use an electronic calendar like you do, but um, things like, um, trips i put a few trips in there and just today i signed up for six months of stars for twenty dollars so i marked in there six months hence to you know cancel or let Uh myself know that that's the price is going way up (laughs) uh, uh, in six months so it was nice to have a place to put that because in trello i had a place for that and um so i have uh, i think i'm finding that to be beneficial jury's still out yeah yeah so you know for anyone who wants to give this a shot you don't you don't even have to do all of the things that writer carol suggests you know just start with what feels useful for you now and then you can add things as you go right exactly yeah start less is more i think at the beginning because it'd be very easy i could totally see putting in all sorts of things you don't use i don't use right yeah so far i use everything but it definitely that is a definite possibility Yeah. yeah and for people who get a little wound up about starting a new journal don't start on the first page hmm Oh, you mean people who think I don't want to mess up this beautiful journal? Yeah. Ah. Start on the third page. <laughs> yeah. Or start in a journal you already have. I mean, if you're if perfectionism is 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 a problem with getting started on it, like for me, I, I um, don't know whether I mean perfectionism felt like it was raising its head when I went onto YouTube, but I did have this soft cover, small but regulation size but not many pages uh, <laughs> yeah. journal that I thought okay this is great for December and then I can work out the kinks um, so you could start anytime in a journal that you've already written on and you know we all probably most of us have I know I have many journals I mean uh, notebooks that I started for other things that fell by the wayside but I still yeah. have the notebook because it's nice um, so you can start in there and, and play with it until you decide it's worth cracking open a a beautiful journal right right you could just do a practice version right yes that's what i did in fact it's called i put that on the front i believe i think it says trial but yes (laughs) bullet journal trial Uh (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome well we would love to hear from you our listeners do you bullet journal are you curious about it um uh, let us know if you decide to get started. You can head over to the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com and leave a comment there. You can uh, share with us on Facebook and Instagram at getting to good enough, at Twitter at 
GTG enough or leave a voice message for us at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. Until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. Is recording this episode going to be the thing you write down on your monthly log? For today, I think, yeah. it, I, I think it will be unless something more exciting happens, which is highly doubtful. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs>